Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better, because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Hello and welcome to the podcast. We're glad to be back with you today. Krista and I have been traveling for several days. Actually, we've been in the mountains for a few days. Yes, we went to the lovely mountains here in Alabama. And we stayed in a nice little chalet and just got away for a few days, got some work done, spent one full day wearing our fuzzy pajama pants. (laughs) Isn't that fun to have a day where you just, you know, leave on your loungewear and just don't have to go anywhere and see anybody and just relax and enjoy it? That was. And and we did see deer. We saw deer We did. And we saw a lot of fog. (laughs) Lots and lots and lots of fog. And we had some rain while we were up there. And we had talked about doing a little bit of hiking, and it turned out that the weather was not that conducive, but we were talking later about some things that would have been nice to have. Now, we had our full car bags. Mm -hmm. We had our EDC bags. We did. But now those are not designed for something like hiking. No, not like a little short trip through the mountains and the woods. Right. And, you know, a 30-minute or an hour hike, something, but something could still happen sure. in that length of time. Sure can. Now, our car bags are set up for, you could say, hiking, but that's for getting home if we had to. Yeah, and they're not really stocked with exactly the kind of things you might want to carry around while you're trying to negotiate hills and Valleys and rocky terrain. Yes, and and it's got a lot of things in there that just would add weight that we wouldn't want to add weight. I mean, on a 30-minute hike, what are we going to really need with a shelter? Well, that's the thing. On a 30-minute hike, I'm not sure I want to have a backpack, to be honest. No, but I want something. Yeah, that's right. I want something. And that led to the discussion. Because stuff does happen. It does. You sound like a practical prepper now. (laughs) So what we began to talk about, some of the things that we'd like to have, and we have come up with what we call pocket kits. Yeah, a little kit, maybe small enough to slip into your pocket. These can be made out of a Altoid can. Mm -hmm. You know, little Altoid mints are kind of a rectangular, a little bit bigger than a credit card and maybe about a half and three quarters of an inch deep. They're comfortable size to put in your pocket or your purse. Yeah. And another thing that can be used to make a pocket kit is this smokeless tobacco dip cans. Oh, yeah, your skull and your, your grizzly and exactly. all that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'll see them in guys' right rear pocket in their blue jeans, <laughs> and it's that big circle can, and you know what it is. A smokeless tobacco. Well, there are some things to make and to put into those cans. Yeah, because they're like the Altoids can. They're made of metal, so they're pretty mm-hmm. sturdy, pretty hardy. Yeah. And what we're talking about here is a way to at least have the bare minimum items with you. Mm-hmm. In in one of the most smallest conceivable sizes. Yes, in the smallest conceivable size to have something with you because... Mm-hmm. Something is better than nothing. That's exactly right. And so the first three that we're going to cover are minimal survival kits. Put that survival in parenthesis, in in, quotes. Put put it in quotes. Okay. And so the last three are more of an EDC kit. Okay. Okay. Now, one man kept five dip can kits shrink-wrapped 
in his uh, glove box. Were they five of the same thing or different They things? were different kits. Oh, did he have them maybe color-coded or something? I, I don't know how he did that, but it, if they're shrink-wrapped, they're just all together there, and mm-hmm. then he probably had each one labeled so that when he broke the shrink-wrap open, he'd have five cans. Right, so he'd know what's in each can. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like a roll of those tobacco cans. I see like what you're saying. Like you can saying. buy them in a yeah. roll of five. I see. And anytime he was going to be away from his vehicles, not necessarily hiking, but he was outdoor in his job of some sort. So if he was going to be some distance away from his car, he just took that whole roll out and dropped it in his pocket. Well, that's just clever. And so he always had something there. Nice. But before we get into this, let's just talk for a moment about our sponsors. You know, we've got some great sponsors. Yes, and we are just tickled and delighted to have Pro One Gravity Water Filters. You know, we use one. Mm -hmm. And they're still running their sale, which is 25% off through the end of this year, through December 31st. So this would make a great Christmas or a New Year's gift. Uh, We use it. We love it. So good old Pro One Gravity Water Filter. And ProLine Digital Group, they built our website, they maintain things, and they fix things when I mess it up, get them on the phone. So ProLine Digital Group, and then Base Handgun Training System, if you've not had formal handgun training, this is a very good thing for you to take if you're going to be doing EDC with a firearm. And I think there's a $50 discount there on our website if you use that link. And also Clean Start, which is an antiseptic and hand sanitizer. You know, after you have placed it on your hands, it still kills germs for two hours after. So that's a terrific, a very small amount of concentrate can actually make a gallon of product. So mm-hmm. look into some Clean Start. And they have a 25% discount yeah. on our website. Love so it. use that link. And then Jim Curtis Knives. Now, it's too late to order a knife now for Christmas from Jim. But he still has some, uh, like through his Facebook page, you could probably order for early next year or That, something. or there may be some. He does have some in some stores, and if you just really, really want one and you've waited this long, you could get in touch with Jim, mm-hmm. and he could probably tell you what he has available from the store. Or, so. if, or know how to direct you directly to the store. Exactly, exactly. So don't give up hope, mm-hmm. but don't wait much longer, or they're not going to be there. Right. Let's talk about these kits. Now, the first kit that I've pretty much always listed when I made a list of small kits to carry is a fishing kit. Okay. So you're talking about like you're out in the woods, you come across a little creek or a river or a lake, and you you need to catch a fish. What are we going to put in that little dude? Yeah, we've been lost in the woods or we're trying to get home. And some of these kits are great to carry in our car bags. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they really are. But I would I would do this when I would put two different weights of line, and I would probably roll up 25 or 30 feet of each weight. And I would use like two or four pound for small fish, for small hand lines. Mm-hmm. And then I would probably use something like a 20-pound line for tying off or making a trigger, uh, which you can pull a limb down and make a trigger so that when the fish bites, it sets the hook. Oh, sure. That's or you smart. Could, you could even do it like a trot line, and you could throw it out there, and even if it's picking up catfish on a bottom feed or something like that, but it's a heavier line you can tie off. Okay. 
Now, when it comes to hooks, you'd have to check your local laws. In Alabama, we're not allowed to use a treble hook anymore while fishing. That's that hook that's actually got like a three. It's got three hooks on one exactly. post. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. We have to use a single hook gotcha. when fishing now. Okay. But for survival purpose, I carry treble hooks. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. If yeah. I'm in trouble in the woods trying to feed myself, I'm not so worried about you know, if the game warden comes up, sir, I'm lost. Please take me to civilization. <laughs> you kind of so, hope the game warden would come up right. if you're I'd, lost I'd in hope, the woods. <laughs> I would. I would. But now in there, you could put some sinkers and even a small lure or some flies in there. Mm-hmm. And we talk about you know, you'd, flies, you're talking about fly fishing. Fly fishing. Yeah, you know, people have hand tied their own flies. Right. Of course, and that's and what you that can means. buy those at the box mm-hmm. store fishing stores and they can run from reasonable to ridiculous but i would get some little small ones a little top water or something for brim or mm-hmm. something Maybe like lighter that. weight fish something like that okay so. and then once you've caught your fish you're going to need to you know set a fire start a fire in order to cook that fish so that leads us to little pocket survival kit number two the tinder kit or the fire kit combo kit Let's talk about that. Yeah, you could do this as one tender kit and the other a fire kit. I kind of like to carry more tender because sometimes I don't do as well starting a fire, and I like to have a little more tender. And you can use commercial tender. It's relatively inexpensive. Any number of names, wet fire is good. Tender quick is good. Uh, You can use shaved fat wood to put in there. You purist could make char cloth to put in there. Okay. And and have something for fire starting. And then you can build a fire kit that has the things it takes to start the fire. Now, we like the small Bic lighters. We, we do we, like the brand name. We, we like the uh, brand name. They're so much more reliable. And Bic makes that little bitty mini lighter. They do. I mean, it might be just an inch and a in, half. Inch to, and a half, yeah. maybe. It's a small and thing. so that Perfect fits for... in one, and you can put some waterproof matches in there. You sure can, in a small kit, absolutely. Yeah, and you can either put all of it in one, or you can make two separate kits. Mm. But that you might even come... can maybe rubber band them together or something. Yeah, and uh-huh. that could, or tape. You you could even tape them together. If you um, wanted to, you could put them back to back with what they are, the label, facing out on each way. All right, let's take a short break for our sponsors, and then we'll come back and talk about some more kits. Many of us learn to shoot from our friends or families. We got pretty good at loading up and blasting away at our target. But do we know what we need to know to survive a self-defense shooting? How about an active shooter or using cover and concealment? Do you know the difference and why one is better than the other? Get the base handgun training system and you can know the answers to those questions. You'll also cover shoot, don't shoot scenarios and what to do when the police arrive. The base handgun training system. Check it out. The link is on our website at www.practicalprepping.info. Use the code PRACTICALPREPPING, all one word, for a $50 discount. I have something very important to tell you, and I hope that you stick with me here for just a few moments. I'm going to read to you a series of dates and cities, and I want you to listen carefully. One of these cities may be yours. 2014, Flint, Michigan. 2015, Mexico City, Mexico. 2016, Rome, New York. 
2017, Carnegie Mellon University, 2018, Cartersville, Illinois, and the town of Nashville, Indiana, 2019, Troy, New York, 2020, the town of Jay, New York, 2021, Tyler, Texas, and Cape Girardeau, Missouri. What do all of these have in common? I'll tell you. Water system contaminations requiring a boil water order. Do you want something a little more current? Veterans Day weekend in Millwood, Washington on November 11th, 2022, a boil order was in place because of E. coli contamination. On that very same day, seven Florida counties were under a system-wide boil water notice. Clean water is a worldwide problem. Did you know that 50%, fully half, of hospital beds globally are occupied with patients suffering from water-related illnesses? Water is always a great concern for preppers, and not just the hardcore preppers. It's also a concern for us practical preppers. That is why we use the Pro One Big Two gravity water filter, not only for prepping, but for everyday use. It makes our water taste cleaner, our coffee tastes better, and if we ever need to start getting drinking water from the creek or river, we've got the Pro One Big Two. Pro One gravity filters are amazing. You pour unclean water into the top section, and crystal clear drinking water comes out into the lower section. There are several sizes for the countertop that hold either two or three gallons, and even a pitcher size that holds a little less than a half a gallon, and that can go into your refrigerator. Each filter has replaceable cartridges. The 7-inch cartridge will filter up to 1,000 gallons. The 9-inch cartridge will filter up to 1,200 gallons, and with up to three filters in each unit, that is some serious filtering capacity. The best thing about the Pro One Gravity water filter is that not only it's one of the best performing filters on the market, they are very affordable. And to make it even more affordable, Pro One is having a holiday sale all the way through New Year's Eve 2022. Here's their offer. They're giving 15% off of a whole house system and 25% off everything else they offer. Plus, free shipping, yes, I said it, free shipping on orders of $69.95 or over. You can even make four interest-free payments. There is no reason not to order your Pro One water filter today. Pro One Gravity Water Filters. There's a link on our website at www.practicalprepping.info. Hey, check it out. Okay, welcome back. We're going to continue our discussion about pocket kits, the pocket-sized little kits that you can use either for survival purposes or for just maybe everyday carry purposes. So we're going to talk about the uh, tiny survival kit, and this would be more fitting in that larger Altoid 10. Mm -hmm. They do come in two sizes. The Altoid 10s come in two sizes, and we have uses for both, and Uh we carry both. Right. But in this tiny survival kit, you could put a mini multi-tool in there. They do. They make actually make little multi-tools that are just a couple of inches, maybe mm-hmm. two and a half inches long. They're and, pretty and even handy. smaller than that. Yeah. So you could pick one of those up. You could put a small knife in there. Remember, any knife is better than no knife. When you need it, you sure want it. And and we're talking about just to get you out of trouble here. We're yeah. not We're not talking about building a fort with it. Right. Yeah. 
Now, in this tiny survival kit, I would carry about three feet of snare wire. Now, what is snare wire? It's just a wire you can make snares out of. It's kind of flexible, and you can roll it up. You can twist the end and make a snare for catching small animals. So you're talking about very very thin, bendable wire. It's thin, it's bendable, it's flexible, and you can anchor it to something and... Mr. Bunny Rabbit comes along and he gets caught in there and he winds up. You need the tender kit okay. and the fire kit. So I follow. You, so you can do that. But that snare wire can also be used for cordage. Oh. You could use yeah, it, it for cordage. It can bind something. Exactly. Yeah. You, you could tie things together with it. Another thing, we talked about the fire kits, but in this tiny survival kit, I would look at putting some matches and at least one pack of tinder. I mean, even if it's just a couple of cotton balls, even just mm-hmm. to start. You could even put small cut to size fatwood. You could. You could put that chunks. in there. We, we carry mm-hmm. some in our bags. And here's something we've been looking a little more at lately is button compass. Yeah, it's actually a compass that's about the size of a quarter or smaller. And it's just like a little bev- bezeled cover over it. And it's just a little singular mm-hmm. compass. Yeah, and and it's about what was in the stock of the Daisy BB gun. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't have a compass, it's better than no compass. That's true. Now, here's one that I carry. Actually, I carry a couple of, and I have them in the small Altoids 10, and that is my OTC medicine kit. Okay, and and what's nice about that is a lot of medicines now come in a – blister pack where the pill is in some sort of a like a silvery type of paper with a little blister bubble and they're flatter and can go into a small space so you can tear off maybe mm-hmm. one or two or three however many you wanted to put in there one of the tins that i carry is just for pain relief oh okay and my son-in-law knows that i carry it he's known i've carried it for years and years and years and he's asked me for it many many times uh-huh. and he asked me for it yesterday when we had the opportunity to be with him. And he said, do you have your pain relief? And I said, certainly. And I gave it to him. And it carries a mixture of ibuprofen and acetaminophen okay. or Tylenol. Okay. So I have a mixture of those. And I have another one that carries antihistamine in it and some that we have learned not to travel without. And that is Imodium. Yes. And, and that's a very small, tiny little tablet. Very too. tiny little yeah. tablet. And those are very handy to leave in the blister pack. Yes. They're very handy yes. to leave in the blister pack. Uh-huh. Otherwise, they get lost. Uh-huh. And I carry omeprazole. I have a tendency to have a lot of heartburn, probably directly related to the amount of coffee that I drink. But I carry omeprazole in there. And here's one that's been handy at times over the years, and that's Pepto-Bismol tablets. Yes, they also make a little blister card for that as well. Mm-hmm. And so let me jump over here to the ladies for just a moment. The ladies' purse kit, I've actually got a series of items that could be carried. Not necessarily every single one of these can be carried together. But again, ladies, you may actually want to make maybe two or three different kits and parse them out the way you want. You may want to make one as meds and one as just conveniences. But I'll just go down this list of Altoid 10 possibilities. I'll tell you that how this started for me is that Mark created an Altoid kit for me. 
and I had never had one before, and I was actually teaching school at the it time. It was a way to get you involved in EDC and to right. refer to it as that. Now, there were things that you carried every day, mm-hmm. but I made you a little emergency kit yeah. and began to focus on that. So that, and if you hear some clunking here, Widget <laughs> is walking through right across the board and everything right. else. And Our cats are very needy, and they've been without us for a few days, and so they're just kind of like all up in our laps and our face right now, and that's okay. So anyway, uh, so anyway, ladies, back to back to business. Okay, so this would be a great purse kit because you can have some things in there that you could really go to that are just super handy. So I'll go down this list: safety pins. And you could actually, you know, string them all onto one. You know, you know, have seen that done before. You could just take all their little ends and string them all onto one and keep them organized. A little sewing needle and thread. You can actually put some sewing needle and thread on a little piece of like aluminum foil or heavy paper. You could do some over-the-counter meds like pain reliever and imodium like we talked about in the last kit. You can also find little miniature sets of nail clippers and tweezers. Those could also fit into a small tin. I also thought about things like alcohol wipes and maybe those tiny little trial-sized tubes of antibacterial ointment is kind of nice to have. Lip balm, the, the chapstick. This can do more than just keep your lips from being chapped. You can actually apply any type of a lip balm type of a product to any skin irritation on your body. I mean, it's perfectly fine to put onto a scratch or a wound. And it can be used to stop the bleeding on that scratch as well. Yes, some of them are heavy enough to actually do that. And a lot of the lip balms can actually be used as a fire starter. Interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Most of them have some type of petroleum jelly in them, and you could rub that on leaves or or on cotton ball or whatever. Tell you something else I've seen, and I'm not sure that everybody can find this in every store that you go into, but it's definitely worth a look-see, and that's to go to the trial size area and find out if they have those little miniature bottles of eye drops. Sometimes just being able to cleanse your eye is so important. Get that redness, or if you have an allergy-type problem, they do make little miniature trial size bottles of eye drops. Yeah, you might also find those around the contact lens solution. That's true. You might want to check with the pharmacist or the drugstore. They may have those either it might be behind the counter for safety purposes. But also something you can think about is some little individually packaged mints. Uh, we went to a restaurant one time and then after the dinner, they gave us these little prepackaged mints and they were no bigger than my little fingernail. I mean, they were mm-hmm. really small. They were half an inch long, little prepackaged mints. And I thought to myself, here's how good a prepper I am. I thought when I saw those, those would be great to go in a little pocket kit. <laughs> because sometimes you just need a, a mint, you mm-hmm. know, just a little something for to get that garlic and onion out of your breath. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. Now, this next one, we carry versions of this. It's kind of mm-hmm. taken different versions over a period of time. And what we're talking about is a charger cord kit. Oh, okay. See, now charger you, cords come in like two foot to ten foot and oh, longer. Oh, yeah. And and we used to put them in a Ziploc bag or a zipper bag. I've used both. And I have just stuck them down just inside my EDC bag. But one of the things that we talked about this weekend, we found that we could actually use some more stuff. We had a couple of six-foot extension cords just three-plug extension cords that really came in handy. Yeah, they did. And started carrying one of those when we travel because of my CPAP 
can't always have a plug right beside the bed on the side I sleep on. Right. We've had to swap sides of the bed in order for me to have my CPAP. Mm-hmm. We've, we've had to do that. And with the six-foot extension cord, we don't have to do that. We're talking about one of the, you know, 395 extension cords. Yeah, sure. And one of the things we talked about that we're going to start traveling with, and Chris made a lot of exit notes uh, as we left today, we're going to start carrying a power strip. Yeah, one of those, you know, long rectangular right. that's got all the multiple heads in it. It's something that can do a surge protector. Yeah, uh, and, and primarily to have more outlets when we're charging devices. Yes, because we've got phones, we've got tablets, we've got laptops, we've got all sorts of things that require a plug at some mm-hmm. point. And, you know, between him and me, we might have as many as eight to ten devices that need charging right now, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it could even include walkie-talkies and body cams yeah. and who knows what else. Yeah. Well, generally, I'm not going to take my body cam with us. Well, but, just um, in case you do. I could. But now <laughs> carrying a walkie-talkie and we carried a ham walkie-talkie with us this week mm-hmm. and we had it out a good bit and we had to charge it and we had to put it across the room and Charge it and set it on top of the fireplace. Yeah, we noticed that this place we stay, very nice place. But they put outlets in the weirdest places on the strangest walls. It just didn't seem to make a lot Mm -hmm. of sense to us. So we've just decided we're going to add a power strip to ours. Now, it's not going to travel in the bag. It will be in the car. Yeah, travel it in the car. But that's something that we're going to put together uh, and have ready for our next trip. But I've also noticed that we've kind of scattered our cords, and it's time in the next day or so that we sort those out and we put them back in a Ziploc bag or a zipper bag and put them back inside our EDC bag so we have them anywhere we are. Absolutely. Anything else you want to add? Well, we enjoyed our trip, and it was so fun, and it was just nice to rest and relax and kind of just not have to worry about anything. And But, yeah, I, he mentioned exit notes. I do that a lot of times if we're away from home or we've traveled somewhere that we've never been before. Uh, at the end of the excursion, I kind of write down what I call the winners and the losers of what happened during the trip, the things that I took that didn't really work out too well or the things that I needed that I didn't take. So I make exit notes. You might want to try that too. Mm -hmm. It actually helps when you plan for the next time where you're going. If you're going to repeat the same location, now I have some awareness of what's available in that uh, particular housing situation. And we will be going back there. Yeah, it's very, very nice. Very, very pleasant and we really uh, enjoyed it. Yeah. And we recommend getting away. Just, Just get away. Yeah. And what we were talking yeah. about today is we're going to do this a little more often. We're not going to travel as far, but there's some places that are within 30 minutes of right here that we can go and spend two or three days. Mm-hmm. Tent camping and and actually doing some of that hiking we talk about. Mm-hmm. We like to think about hiking <laughs> during the winter when all the snakes are away <laughs> and all the bears are sleeping. Yeah, she's got this hang up about running up on a bear. Yes, and, you know, I, ha- I do. I don't want to run up on one, and I don't want them running up on me. But you don't have to outrun the bear. Just have to outrun you. Just have to outrun (laughs) you. All right, folks, remember. Stuff happens. You need to stay prepared. And we'll see you next time. We hope you have enjoyed today's episode. We would appreciate it if you would share Practical Prepping Podcast with your friends, family, and your social media. The direct link is in the show notes. And as always, stuff happens. Stay prepared.